good day, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride and health and wellness consultant. So this is a wonderful day that we are blessed with. This is a fantastic day. It's a great day to kick off this new episode of Partners in Health and Biz. And this episode is Listen to Your Thyroid. Yes, that's the title. Listen to Your Thyroid. And many of you may not even know what the thyroid gland is or what it does, but let me tell you. If I offered prizes to different body parts, guess what? I give the thyroid the most important yet most underappreciated award. This small butterfly-shaped gland in your neck is the true powerhouse for your entire body. Every cell has a receptor for thyroid hormone, which is like gas in your tank. You need a steady stream of it to to fuel each cell. So when thyroid function is optimal, you feel terrific, vital, energized, optimistic, but when it's off, you feel beyond right. Your cells can't reproduce properly without exactly the right amount and type of thyroid hormone. Your organs cannot operate effectively. It's not enough to have some thyroid hormone either. Every cell needs exactly the right amount. Too little and your your metabolism bogs down, which is hypothyroidism. You become cold, depressed, listless, and constipated with mind-fuddling brain fog. You gain weight easily. Your sex hormones get out of whack. Yeah, and guess what? Too much, and your metabolism revs up to warp speed. (laughs) Hypo or hyper, hyperthyroidism. You become panicky, anxious, and plagued by frequent bowel movements. You lose weight even when you eat constantly. Your muscles feel weak and your hands shake. Your your need for thyroid hormone is multifaceted and dynamic. On days when you are active, extra stressed, or fighting a cold, your thyroid works harder. It suffers when you don't get enough sleep or eat foods that stress your digestive or immune system. And when your hormone balance changes due to pregnancy, childbirth, perimenopause, menopause, or andropause, which is, yes, men go through it too. And what is that little ding? Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that ding. Okay. And um, yeah, andropause, which is like male menopause. Your thyroid also takes a hit. Most of these hormonal transitions affect women. They are five to to eight times. Women are five to eight times more likely than men to be diagnosed with thyroid issues. And once you understand how to support your thyroid, You can make sure this vital organ gets everything it needs to do its high-pressure job, right? Okay, so let me make sure we're not going to get any more dings and bings. 
So let me exit out of that and exit out of this. Okay. All right. So let's move right along. So in addition to learning about what the thyroid gland is, what it's all about, let's talk about imbalance factors. Okay, so a number of things can cause your thyroid signaling system to get off balance. Consumption of foods your body doesn't tolerate, a lack of thyroid supportive nutrients, an imbalance of sex or stress hormones, excessive exercise or stress, sleep deprivation, a long simmering infection, or exposure to environmental toxins. But the primary culprit is autoimmunity. If your thyroid is underactive, you may have Hashimoto's disease. Hashi who? <laughs> I know you're saying Hashi who? Hashimoto disease is an autoimmune condition that causes the body to attack and destroy its own thyroid tissue. Adjustments to diet and lifestyle can often correct the imbalance, though supplemental hormones are sometimes necessary to help you feel truly great, especially if you've had symptoms for a long time. A less common autoimmune condition is Graves' disease, the result of an overactive thyroid, and its outcomes can be serious. So, one person says that they were diagnosed with this and was on the verge of liver failure before they got any symptoms under control. Other long-time effects can include osteosporosis and heart failure. An overactive thyroid can be harder to treat. So you can compare it to catching a runaway horse versus coaxing a reluctant one out of the barn but the same basic principle apply same basic principles apply adjust food and lifestyle and add supplemental herbs and medication when needed because the thyroid signaling system interacts with all your other hormones when your signals are off you don't process stress well your sexual function gets dis disrupted low libido, diminished fertility, and your mood, memory, and focus all tank. <laughs> it goes away. It, it hits rock bottom. Okay, so that gives, gives you an idea of all the ways the thyroid needs support. Okay, so let's talk about the network, the thyroid network. What is the thyroid network? Well, the thyroid works in partnership with other organs in your body, so I prefer to think of it as the thyroid signaling system. It all starts with the hypothalamus. This part of the brain is your body's air traffic controller. <laughs> That's right. And is my son is a pilot, but an air traffic controller, what do they do? Well, this thyroid, uh, this hypothalamus, it regulates hunger, thirst, sleep, 
and body temperature, and it directs the production of a variety of hormones, including all forms of thyroid hormone. To keep your thyroid on task, the hypothalamus monitors hormone levels in your blood. It, if levels are too low, it, dispa- it dispatches a messenger to the pituitary uh, gland called thyrotropin-releasing hormone, or TRH. The pituitary is a pea-sized gland located at the base of the brain just below the hypothalamus that regulates growth, reproduction, lactation, and stress. When it receives TRH from the hypothalamus, it releases thyroid-stimulating hormone, or TSH. This stimulates the thyroid to produce more of its energy-regulating cocktail of hormones. So, THS is a crucial indicator of how well your thyroid is functioning. If levels are too high on a lab test, it suggests your thyroid needs extra stimulation. So, thyroid function involves not one, but three body parts. The hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the thyroid itself. Sex and sex hormones, as well as the gut and immune system, play their own roles in the process. So don't just think thyroid, think network. It's a network. The hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the thyroid itself. Okay, so let's move on to how, and I know this is the most important part of this show, how do we boost the thyroid? Well, I'm going to tell you, the doctor who we are um, getting this information from, Amy Myers, Dr. Amy Myers, who's a, a medical doctor, she says when she treats thyroid disorder, she puts all of her patients on a 28-day program designed to eliminate thyroid triggers, supply critical nutrients, and heal leaky gut syndrome, which commonly afflicts people with thyroid imbalance. So she's you can check it out in her book called The Thyroid Connection, where she explains the nitty-gritty of different types of thyroid hormone, like regular and reverse T3 and T4, which are often ignored by conventional practitioners, as well as how to work with your health practitioner to get the testing you need. If you struggle with thyroid issues, she strongly recommends seeking the support of a functional medicine practitioner who is willing to see beyond the numbers because sometimes the numbers uh, actually do lie. (laughs) Work beyond the numbers and work with you to find a solution that makes you feel truly better. So these are the basics of of, uh, this doctor's 28-day plan, which you can try on your own. So number one, Focus on nutrients. Yes, your thyroid can go haywire with a nutrient 
poor diet or lack of dietary diversity. To keep your thyroid signaling system optimal, you need the following. And you can take notes or you can come back and listen because this is a podcast, which I love. (laughs) You can always go back. Number one, iodine and protein. Iodine is a key building block of thyroid hormone and protein helps keep you sated and off the blood sugar roller coaster. This supports healthy metabolic function. For protein, choose high quality pasture raised meat and wild caught fish. Get iodine from sea vegetables like kelp and dulse, which are easy to add to soup stocks. Next, iron, selenium, and zinc. These minerals support proper function of the thyroid signaling system. Iron makes iodine, a component of iodine, available to the thyroid. Selenium helps regulate excessive immune responses. And zinc supports white blood cell production. So what are some of the food sources where you can naturally get iron, selenium, and zinc? Spinach, grass-fed beef, and pork. Yeah, I don't eat pork, but which contain all three nutrients, Brazil nuts, which are high in selenium. And what about omega-3 fats? Without enough healthy fats, your cell walls lose their integrity. Cold water fish like salmon and fish and flax oil supplements are good sources. Next, vitamin A. This is vital to helping T3 into your cells. Food sources include orange vegetables and fruits such as carrots, sweet potatoes, winter squash, mangoes, and apricots or apricots. All right. And now let's talk about B vitamins and vitamin D. Okay. B vitamins are crucial or critical to the mitochondrial function. Vitamin D helps promote T cell production. Leafy green vegetables and broccoli cooked to avoid a thyroid suppressive effect. So you cook these vegetables as well as beets and grass fed meat and liver have plenty of Bs. Vitamin D comes mainly from sunshine and supplements, though it it's also found in fatty fish and portobello mushrooms. <laughs> and there is a show that I, a podcast on mushrooms. So you can always go back and listen to that podcast. And of course, you can find it on anchor.fm. Avoid inflammatory foods. Yes, if the attacks on your immune system continue from food intolerances, simmering infections, environmental toxins, and chronic stress, the attacks from your immune system will keep coming. This is how autoimmunity develops. Your belingered immune system starts attacking you. So, a damaged gut is one of the most common sources of chronic inflammation because up to 80%, I repeat, up to 80% of the immune system is located in your digestive tract, in your digestive system. 
Most threats to the system come from what we eat and drink. So, to heal the thyroid dysfunction, we need to heal leaky gut syndrome, which is one of the primary triggers for all autoimmune disease, according to the pioneering physician Alessio Fasano, MD. So, I often was wondering about a friend of mine who has an autoimmune disease uh, because she cannot eat a lot of different foods and we must be very careful when we uh, invite her to some type of function where there's food to make sure that there are foods there that she can eat because of her autoimmune disease. So it may be and I'm not having verified this with her, but it sounds like she could have something that's going on with her digestion or her digestive system. Leaky gut occurs when stressors damage the small intestine and it begins to leak undigested proteins into the bloodstream. This puts the immune system on constant alert. So to heal the gut, what should we do? Number one, avoid avoid foods that might be damaging it. In addition to cutting out processed and fast foods, sugar and caffeine, all of which are extremely inflammatory, then what does Dr. Meyer suggest? She says, I suggest eliminating these common food allergens. Number one, gluten. This is highly inflammatory, a highly inflammatory protein found in many grains and seeds, including wheat, barley, and rye. And it also mimics thyroid tissue, setting off autoimmune reactions. Next, dairy. Like gluten, the casein in dairy can provoke provoke autoimmunity and the growth hormone farmers give to many dairy animals are thyroid disruptors. Yes. Now I know many of you are not going to like this, but eggs. Eggs are a common allergic trigger and can create low-grade inflammation. And nightshades. Nightshades, such which are nuts and seeds, all grains, legumes, and soy. These foods contain anti-nutrients, including phytic acid and lectin, which can aggravate autoimmune issues. And so the doctor, Dr. Myers, also advises eliminating gluten and and dairy permanently. (laughs) I repeat, if you have a thyroid condition or a something that's going on with your digestive tract, an autoimmune um, disease, Dr. Myers recommends eliminating gluten and dairy permanently because, why? Because their proteins are similar to thyroid tissue and they can double the damage of an autoimmune reaction. Dr. Myers believes it's best to avoid grains and legumes if you have an autoimmune condition. If not, you can gradually add those foods as well as eggs, nuts, nightshades, and soy. 
back into your diet when the 28-day plan is done. So, a damaged gut is one of the most common sources of chronic inflammation, I repeat, because up to 80% of the immune system is located there. So, let's talk about taming the toxins. Food is medicine because everything your body absorbs has a crucial impact on your health. Unfortunately, there's a downside to that principle. We also take in the industrial chemicals that saturate our air, water, and soil. Every day, we're exposed to hundreds of toxins that can disrupt the thyroid function, as well as the immune system, digestion, and overall wellness. If we don't take steps to combat this threat, this toxin burden or this toxic burden can sabotage all the effects of our other healthy choices. Because toxins are everywhere, there's a limit to what we can do to prevent and recover from them. We're exposed to airborne chemicals from industrial polluters and endocrine or endocrine disrupting chemicals have been found in ATM receipts, conventional cleaning products, personal care products, home furnishings, and more. Still, we can protect our thyroid's health both by eliminating toxic exposure when possible and by improving the body's ability to detoxify. So, Dr. Myers has a toxin defense plan. What is it? Prevention, prevention. Reduce your exposure to toxins. Clean your air with a HEPA filter. Filter your water, including for showers and baths. Buy organic and pasture-raised foods whenever possible. Use clean, plant-based body care products. And have your dentist remove mercury dental almograms. And that's one thing I still have one that needs to be removed. I only had one, but I know there's um, that metal feeling that I have to have removed. Next, detoxification. Support your body's ability to shed toxins. Learn if you have any gene mutations so you can determine the supplements you need to support your detox pathways. Care for your liver with a non-inflammatory diet. Heal your gut. Support your body's natural daily detox, elimination, and sweat. And next, stress release. Stress relief. How many of us are stressed? Oh my gosh. Stress of all types disrupts, listen to me people, disrupts thyroid and immune function in multiple ways, including by slowing the production of thyroid hormone and making thyroid receptors less sensitive. Dr. Meyer's patients, for her patients, she describes some combination of magnesium, which gets excreted during high stress, B-complex vitamins, the adrenals use them to build stress hormones, and vitamin C. A shortage of vitamin C can trigger excess cortisol production to rebuild depleted physical reserves. Dr. Meyer suggests working with a 
functional medical medicine provider to ensure you're getting the right dosage of each. I also recommend exercise in appropriate amounts. If you have hypothyroidism and are completely drained, a calm yoga session or a walk with a friend, as I've reported in my Partners in Health and, Sh- and Partners in Health and Biz show several weeks back, a calm yoga session or a walk with a friend will be far more restorative than a vigorous bike ride. If you have hyperthyroidism, extreme exercise may exhaust you. Stick with movement that builds your energy rather than depletes it. So, of course, we must talk about sleep. Yes, sleep. Perhaps the most crucial or critical thing you can do to support your healing is getting plenty of sleep, regular sleep. Yes, how many of my listeners are staying up late and watching all kinds of uh, TV shows or listening to all kinds of uh, things on the radio that will keep you up, stimulate you, keep you from having a good night's sleep because your brain is overstimulated or on the computer, on your cell phone, on your iPad, on your, you know, just listening and texting and doing all kinds of things that are going to disrupt your sleep. So insufficient or irregular sleep boosts the stress hormones, which can result in even more difficulty with sleeping. Here are my sleep hygiene suggestions. Get as much natural light as you can during the day to help reset your circadian rhythms. Next, go to bed and get up about the same time each day, even on the weekends. I know, I know. It's hard, but you need to do it. After sundown, use amber light bulbs, amber light bulbs, and avoid screens. If you must look at a screen, use a F. Lux filter to shift the color of the device's light from blue to orange. This makes it less stimulating. Keep your bedroom as dark as possible and ban all, I repeat, (laughs) ban all electronics. I repeat, ban all electronics. Wake up with an alarm clock rather than your phone. Give yourself adequate time in the morning to start your day calmly. So there are alarm clocks that will wake you up with a light. And I love that when it's almost time to completely wake up, the light gets brighter and brighter and brighter until it stimulates sunlight, a bright sunny day. You can also wake up calmly with soothing music, not the honk, honk, honk that some people wake up. That's not good. That's not a good way to start your day. So give yourself adequate time in the morning to start each day. These actions alone can make a surprising difference in how you feel day to day. I want you to have the support you need to make your thyroid, gut, and immune system all function at their best. So you can feel energized, glowing, and optimistic. That's the optimal health that is your birthright. So we're almost down to the wire, almost out of time. Finally, 
how stress affects the thyroid. Just like the thyroid, your adrenal glands are regulated by the hypothalamus and pituitary glands along a pathway known as HPA axis. When you experience intense stress, the adrenals produce a cascade of hormones prompting you to feel to fight or flee. If this process never abates, your body stays in panic mode and you end up with adrenal dysfunction, which involves an overproduction followed by diminished production of stress hormones such as cortisol. Your thyroid also takes a hit. High cortisol levels tell your hypothalamus that survival is paramount and you better store calories to avoid starvation. When the message reaches the thyroid, it curtails the hormone production, which governs governs metabolism. Metabolism then becomes sluggish to help your body retain the fat needed to survive lean times. You may feel foggy, unmotivated, and fatigued, but the whole process prevents you from expending energy that you might not be able to replace. So until next Saturday or next Sunday, (laughs) I'm your host and health and wellness consultant, Gail Dixon McBride. Get out, get some fresh air and sunshine. If you want to contact me, my my email address is partnersinhealth at verizon.net, partnersinhealth at verizon.net. And my website is www.partnersinhealth.net. B-I-Z. If you want to be a guest on my show or if you want any information, contact me. Again, until next Saturday or Sunday, stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day, everyone.